0: the podcast where I jump to get my best friend caught up with some of the most popular songs and artists that impact our lives. I'm Allison. Hey, and I'm Rachel, and I missed all the music. We're just going to jump right in today with a silly question for you.
1: Sure, I'm in the mood.
0: Okay. Um, As you might know, I have been doing homeschool preschool with my son, and yes. we have been talking a lot about space. Oh, that's so cool. It is cool. He knows all the planets, he knows the dwarf planets. So, when you look up into space, do you have a favorite planet? No, I wouldn't say a favorite planet. I think the moon is really cool.
1: And I also still think Pluto is a planet. So,
0: okay. <laughs> My favorite planet is Mars. Hmm. That doesn't give you a hint, huh? <laughs> All I can think about is Mars bars
1: right now because you <laughs> have just seen cookies and you got your sweet,
0: but I didn't get mine. <laughs> well, do you want to know who the artist is for this week? All right, here we go. Let's do a drum roll. Let's do it. All right. No Mars. Oh, duh. <laughs> So you have heard of him?
1: Yeah, he played um, at the wedding for um, Jane the Virgin on um, that telenovela
0: show. He was in that? Yeah, he played at their wedding. Well, not real people, but yeah. Cool. So you are aware that he's a musician and you've heard at least like 10 seconds of a song in a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wasn't he on Dancing with the Stars? I'm getting a, I'm getting a yes from our producer. That's a yes. He was on Dancing with the Stars. Wow. So, you know, a couple of things, but do you know any of his songs? Something about body is a wonderland. No, Uh, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Not that. I don't know. Maybe right. I do, and I just don't know off the top of my head. Well, I feel like because you kn- knew that he was a person, it's possible. Um, mm. I'll just throw a couple of famous tracks from the past, I don't know, ten years or so at you. Um, Treasure, Treasure Island. I don't know. Okay, all right. Um, that's what I like. No. Block- okay. Blocked out of heaven. Are you trying
1: to pick out songs that I wouldn't recognize?
0: This song okay, so that's what I like. Just so you know, on Spotify has one billion one hundred million. Okay, I haven't missed that much music. Oh, seriously, one billion listens on Spotify. <laughs> okay. So um yeah, uh, so he's pretty popular. Well, yeah, I know who he is. <laughs> I guess I haven't heard any of his music. So that's okay so where would you rate your current knowledge of famous superstar bruno mars on a scale of one to ten maybe like three that sounds right you had an image that's that sounds good for you even that though works. you know none of these songs um so our guest host for this week created an awesome playlist for you of an hour's worth of bruno mars music for you to listen to every day until we get together and record the second half Do you want to know who the special guest host is this week? Yeah. Do I know the person? Yeah. It's our mutual friend, Emily. Oh, I love Emily.
1: I was actually supposed to call her this week. Darn it.
0: Well, you're going to talk to her in a week anyway to do the show. Awesome. I will make sure I keep that date. Audience, if you want to listen to this playlist along with Rachel, you can find it by searching on Spotify for Spotify colon user colon music. She missed Uh, Rachel. I'll see you in a week. Awesome. And audience will be back with you in just a moment. Welcome back, Rachel. uh, Before we talk about how your week was, shall we welcome our guest host for the week, our good friend, Emily. Hey, Emily. Hello. longtime listener, first time caller.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We are so glad to have you
1: here. This is really special for us. Um, Emily's not only a friend of mine, but also a friend of Allison's, so it's kind of just like hanging out with the girls
0: tonight. Yay. Thank you, Emily. Really glad that um, after talking about the show for four years, you're on it now. So um, Rachel, Emily picked Bruno Mars. What were your impressions? How was your week? I was text messaging a friend yesterday in the region that we live. We
1: hardly ever get snow, but it was actually snowing here And um, it wasn't sticking or anything like that, but it was still fun to see fall. And it's really cold here today. And then um, I just feel like Bruno Mars is a very, hmm, I'm gonna lay by the pool. I'm gonna ask my husband for maybe a drink or two. And I feel like Bruno Mars is a very poolside kind of guy that you're gonna hang out with and listen to. And it's really cold here and I'm like, I'm going to turn on the fire. Ooh, I'm going to grab some hot cocoa and I'm going to address my holiday cards. And that's not Bruno Mars, or maybe it
0: is. And I just don't know it. I just want to say that alcohol is a year round activity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Emily, do you agree with, uh, Rachel's assessment? That's poolside music.
2: You know, it's, It's really funny because going over some more of the history of his, like, um, he specifically said in an interview that his last album, 24K Magic, he did not want to sound like pool music. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's pretty, pretty great. We'll, we'll say it was maybe the prior, prior albums (laughs) that have that vibe.
0: Yeah. Rachel I think that's a spot on assessment. So Emily I know um, you really like this artist and you did a lot of research about his background. Rachel what were some of the questions that you had about Bruno Mars? I
1: think one of the biggest things after I listened for the first hour for the first day I was like okay who is this guy? Where is he from? What is his heritage? What where did he get his name
2: and does he want to go to Mars? I don't know. (laughs) Um, So no, it is not his uh, birth name. He was born um, Peter Jean Hernandez, Jr. He was born and raised in Honolulu. Actually, he was born to two performing parents. Um, His father was a percussionist and his mother was a hula dancer in the same production but his parents started calling him Bruno when he was I think two years old because he looked so much like a wrestler a pro wrestler named Bruno Amari or Amadi I can't remember exactly now um and then Mars, he came up with because girls kept telling him he was out of this world.
0: Oh, oh,
1: <laughs> oh, brother. Oh,
0: goodness gracious. I just want to say that is the coolest name origin story we have heard on the show by that is really a lot. Cool.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's it. It was pretty fun to read about him because he's he's apparently a pretty interesting blend of very confident and very self-critical and how those two things go together. It has been, been pretty fascinating to learn more in depth, but, um, yeah, he decided he was from
0: Mars. So Emily, it sounds like he was raised in a really musical home. Yes. What kind of spurred him toward this career?
2: So he, um, he was given a lot of toy instruments when he was a child. Like he had a toy piano and toy drums and a uh, toy guitar. Um, and he, he says he taught himself those. Um, I would assume his dad probably helped him learn the drums, but, um, he was in a high school band, uh, and band or like a garage. No, no, like a little garage boy band. Um, and that was, I think, his real first official musical experience, although he spent most of his childhood as a child Elvis impersonator. What?
1: <laughs> like that the hound dog guy? <laughs> yes.
2: OK. That is. Didn't he go to jail? He sang jailhouse rock, yes. <laughs>
0: Um, Rachel I'm sure you had some questions about his musical upbringing
2: does he write his own music yeah so he actually does do almost all of his own writing um which which was kind of what I thought I had heard but um it, I was able to confirm he does write almost all of his own music he does have people who will collaborate with him um to help him like write an entire album kind of a thing um, and he has collaborated with others as well like Adele and um, there's a Flowrider song that he has collaborated with. <laughs> I know who Adele is but Flowrider
1: all I know is thing that you can co- kind of like surf. I don't know. Yes. There the is Royal a Caribbean Rider. Cruise Line has this like you can surf on the cruise line and it's like a Flowrider thing.
0: That is it. Definitely. Yes. Okay. So, um, I, he, does he play, how many instruments does he play? What's his musical like accomplishment in that regard?
2: So he for sure plays drums, guitar, keys, bass, and ukulele. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> Hawaii. Yeah. Um, and and as, like I said, as far as the internet, and he says he taught himself all of those. Um, and it seems like, I think you asked this earlier too, it seems like all of the siblings are also musical to varying degrees. Um, one of his brothers, Eric, is his drummer in his band, The Hooligans. Oh, that's cool. I like
1: it, family love. That's very nice. And then, so wait a second. So he taught himself. That means he was not formally trained.
2: Not that I could find any formal training. He never talks about music teachers or anything like that. He says he taught himself.
1: Huh. I kind of, so kind of bringing in one of the songs that I got to hear this past week, talking to the moon. Like I really, there's one of the many reasons why I like this song is that he kind of slows it down and you kind of hear the beauty of who he is and his voice. And
0: I thought he was formally trained. Um, and I don't know. Huh. So it's funny, Rachel, that you bring up that song because that's from his 2010 album called "Duops and Coolians. And so this is a really good time. Emily, maybe you could talk about this first album and his rise to fame.
2: Yeah. So his, um, this album came the same year actually of his, his breakout, Mm -hmm. um, which came through Nothing On You by B.O.B. and Billionaire by Travi McCoy. Those were the two songs that he. Um, participated in and really launched his career. Up till then, he was struggling with finding a record label that would keep him and work with him or actually produce his music. Um, and so, in 2010, he releases "Doo Wops and Hooligans." Um, <clears throat> his songs "Just the Way You Are," "Grenade," and "The Lazy Song" um, are were the three you know breakout hits from that. Um, and just the way you are actually won him a Grammy for best male pop vocal performance um, oh, wow. on his first album. There you go. That,
1: that's big, right?
0: Winning yes. a Grammy. <laughs> yeah, there aren't too many things bigger than that. Um, so, Rachel, looking at your playlist, there starting at Billionaire up through Talking to the Moon, which covers that first his that breakout year. What were your impressions? What'd you like? What you don't? What did you not like?
1: Well, so the one song, "Grenade," mm-hmm. um, it actually reminded me. Um, There's this guy that I knew back in, I think it was middle school, and he worked at my dad's office. And he actually threw his body down on a grenade and saved a bunch of his friends, mm-hmm. um, and he lived through it, which was really cool because obviously he was telling me about it. Um, that's what that song came out of um, when I was like listening to it for the first time ever.
0: <laughs> very literal, Rachel. That's a very literal interpretation of that song.
1: <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I like
1: the song just the way you are. Um, heard it before. Ha- um, I think the only song out of the whole list I have heard before is that uptown funk song.
0: You've never heard just the way you are? That's wild to me. I feel like that's like in commercials and movies. Emily is nodding like yes, I am correct. That song is ubiquitous, right? I haven't had television with commercials since 1999. Okay. Emily, <laughs> any any comments that you want to say about this album? Just um personal
2: uh i would just say that um it's funny that you liked the lazy song because i like the lazy song i don't love it but i like it and this week i learned that it's the song he hates the most <laughs> <laughs> why does he hate it um he did not say why i i i guess i don't know because he's not real. it seems like he's not actually lazy at all uh, no but, but it's, cool. I thought that was pretty
1: funny. Um, Yeah, I like the song, but I dislike the song. Um, I'm also, I like to accomplish stuff too. That's usually how I end the day. Hey, how many check marks did I do in getting my crap done in life? And But Runaway Baby was probably my favorite song out of the entire list. Me too. Um, I like the beat. Yes, it was just a fun beat song, and I thought he was very talented and how he performed it, and I don't know if you could ever find the answer to this question, and that's why I kind of, I don't know, didn't write it down in my head or anything, but I wonder if he didn't have to, like, record that song with many takes, that it was just like, it sounded like his. just, he did it, and he got it and it was good, and it was a good song. So I really like that song. That was probably my favorite song
2: out of them all. That is actually also one of my very favorite songs. I would say that, and probably um, Talking to the Moon are my favorites of his. I also really, really like Perm, but... um,
0: We'll get to that one.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's funny you say that because it seems like... Yeah, I said he does a lot of the writing it he pretty much exclusively does the editing when he's recording and no so way. he he did an article with um Rolling Stone two years ago that I was reading through and um it said that he will go sometimes through like 20 different iterations of these songs um like I I forget which song he was talking about, but it was one of the ones on the, the, the 24k magic. Um, and it said, you know, it started off as like kind of a weird sixties rock party kind of a vibe. And then it ended, I think it was Versace on the floor. It ended like completely like smooth and silky and, um, he'll change lyrics throughout. He'll change the entire melody. Sometimes he'll throw it out and he's quite the perfectionist and um, he, he will work and work and work until, you know, good enough isn't good enough for him. It has to be what he thinks is perfect. And he says that I think, you know, that's why he thinks he's as popular as he is because he doesn't just settle. Yeah,
1: no, he doesn't seem like he settles. Um, Well, one of the questions um that i have is some of these songs that he's like writing now that i know he's the um the writer of these songs does he ever have a wife or a girlfriend or anything does anyone ever live up to some of these lyrics that he's writing
2: he has actually had the same girlfriend since um 2011. Aww. So like That's right,
1: right I like that.
2: since his first album came out, they've been together, and um, he says he has no plans to marry her at the time. They've been living together for at least six years, um, but she is a uh, model from Puerto Rico as well, um, and and gorgeous. But it seems like she kind of does her own thing with the modeling, and he does his own thing with the music, and then they come together and are very content with their life
0: so let's talk about the next album um, from 2012 unorthodox jukebox another lots of big hits on this album really famous any fun facts about that album emily
2: um so this one gave him his first number one on the billboard 200 um locked out of heaven And he also won the Grammy for Best Pop Vocal Album.
0: Wow, another Grammy. Rachel, you're giving a thumbs down. I'm guessing you were not as much a fan of this album. Why don't we talk about it?
1: No, um, especially Young Girls and Locked Out of Heaven. You know, honestly, I have never heard of Bruno Mars music until today or until this past week. But Locked Out of Heaven, that one got the award? The album did, yes. I disliked both of these songs. I just felt like I was pretending that I was sitting by the pool listening to Bruno Mars throughout this week. And I felt like at this point, I'm like, huh, I need to get out of the pool. And then I don't know, go somewhere else, but I didn't know where to go. And right now we're in a pandemic, so we don't go too many places. So then Bruno Mars just really led me into this maze where I don't know where to go. And this album was just very confusing for me. So,
0: yeah, <laughs> I'm very confused by what you just said, honestly. Honestly, I
1: understood it though. So.
0: <laughs> so I think what you're saying is at this point, you didn't like the songs and therefore for you wanted to get away from them, but there was nowhere to go. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Ah, yes. I love the song, Locked Out of Heaven. I think it's a real jam. And um, Rachel, I think there's another song on this you didn't like.
1: Yeah, Young Girl and honestly Treasure and When I Was Your Man was not my favorite either, especially Treasure and the just the pops of language where, huh, yeah that kind of a thing. So um, I was, I like to build stuff. Um, When we did the Madonna week, I remember making um, Allison's um, baby's crib and um, I was putting your crib together, remember? During the um, week of Madonna. Whenever I see your crib and I, you know, well, whenever I see your kid's crib, I think of the songs of Madonna. Wow, okay. I don't know why. But anyways, so I was working with power tools and I was like, you know, blaring the Bruno Mars
0: music throughout the week. Sorry, Rachel, this is why I don't believe you because it does not require power tools to put together a crib.
1: No, we use the screw and how she likes to screw things in and it's very sexual. And then we're
0: building uh, something else, but okay. The sexual nature of Madonna's music has been inextricably linked with um building stuff
1: building stuff exactly and so this week I was working on some word projects some power tools and so I was blaring out Bruno Mars in my backyard and it was kind of hard because some of those words are very clear the language is very clear and I'm like oh well Sorry, neighbors, and all the people that are working from home in their houses. Well, guess that's what you get to hear.
0: <laughs> so apart from the language, Emily, what do you like about this album, these songs?
2: Um. So I have to say, like, When I Was Your Man is actually one of my favorite jam songs. Like, it's just one of those songs, like, I'll get in the car, I'll turn it all the way up and just sing as loud as I can. And, you know, try to try to nail it in my best Bruno Mars voice. Um, (laughs) But um, Treasure is just a really fun song. Locked Out of Heaven is a really fun song. I have this like super love relationship with Bruno and this little tiny bit of hate because of the explicit language. Like it, it kills it for me because you know, I'm also a mother of small children and so Having so many of his songs be on Spotify, not the radio edits, can make it tricky to jam too. But um, I just thought this was like where, where Do Ups and Hooligans was more of like kind of a smooth pool jam, if it were as you were. Like, this is more of like a poppy, like party kind of sound for me. Like, it's more of an upbeat, get stuff done kind of an album as a whole for
0: me I just want to say I must be a bad mom because I let my kid listen to this whole playlist and we had a great time (laughs) I'm not
2: saying my kids have not listened and know all of the words to these songs (laughs) exactly just saying it doesn't make me feel like (laughs) super (laughs) mom
0: good point okay Rachel any thoughts on this before we go to the last chunk So is Uptown Funk part of
2: this album or the last album? Very good question. So that actually came um, in between his second and his third albums. So that's a good tie-in if we are
0: done with that album. Um, And that's a great song. I mean, I think it's overplayed at this point, but it's still really fun to dance to. Well, nothing is overplayed with Rachel, so... Okay, did you like that song though, Rachel? Did you like Uptown Funk?
1: I thought it was a lot of fun. And so it's a very pool kind of music. So Mm -hmm. I have a friend, um, Naomi, you know her. She's been on the show before. She's been a guest host. She created this playlist for me um, because she likes music and she knows I am not so much into music. And so whenever I recognized the song, I was like, oh, cool. Well, we can't get into the pool. It's too cold out. But my husband decided to turn on the hot tub and we got out and it it was just not me and him. It was also my daughter and just having some nice family time, you know, uptown funk and jamming, but you know, Rachel style, which is not too much jamming, but just enough jam. I
0: I, I do have to say that Bruno Mars and hot tub and family time don't necessarily all go together in my head, but yeah,
1: Come on over to my house. That's what's in my head and that's what's reality.
0: (laughs) I'm glad that you knew one of the songs already and that you enjoyed it and that you got to make a memory related to that song. Thanks to Naomi. I think that that is one of the ways that we can connect to music, right? Is creating memories that um, create some sentimentality and some like emotional connections to what we're listening to. Mm So let's, let's talk about, Let's talk about the end, the latest, latest album. What is the name of this album, Emily? 24K or
2: 24,000 magic, 24 karat magic. I've heard it multiple ways.
0: Okay. So this album, when did this come out? It's pretty recent.
2: It was, it was 2016. Huh. So he had quite the, the break between 2012 with Unorthodox Jukebox 2014 was Uptown Funk and the Super Bowl Halftime Show. Right. And then 2016 was 24 Karat Magic.
0: I need some new Bruno Mars, man. Apparently, he has tweeted that he
2: is still working on it in quarantine. And there's zero details to be found anywhere on the interwebs. But he is also working on a Disney movie. (gasps) Ooh which I am super stoked about.
0: <laughs> so, Rachel, feelings about these songs, 24 karat magic, perm, or that's what I like.
1: Yeah, these songs, one, two, and three, all of them got a dislike. So that's what I like. Aww. Oh, well, that's what I like. Sort of got a like, but okay. it wasn't a like at first. It was a dislike and then turned into a like, But the big dislike was Perm because like a minute in, like minute 13 seconds in, he starts screaming. Every every music she missed listener knows Rachel mm -mm, does not like the
0: screaming. I did not even notice screaming. But Emily, I think you have a comment about this. So,
2: Because I and I'm thankful because I saw the note in advance. I looked it up because I was like, what screaming is she talking about? And it's, it's like more of like a Lionel Richie or a little Richard, like, whoa, or an owl, like (laughs) an actual, like scream. So I, I was dying just a little bit because I can see how you would be unfamiliar with that. And especially if you're like blaring it in your ears, like that would, that could be a make you jump moment, but (laughs) Yeah. I don't know that I would call it
1: screaming. That's well, a- it wasn't like Nirvana or you know Jimi Hendrix with his guitar or anything like that.
0: No, but- it's like either of those two things.
1: No, so that's a different level. Like when we did the Rolling Stones or what was that guy's name? Was didn't we do
0: Ozzy Osbourne?
1: Yeah. Ugh. Oh yeah, that dude. Okay, mm. that's
0: screaming. I feel like a little. Oh, it's just that's just like I'm excited to be playing music
1: yeah I'm never excited to play music though
0: oh no but I'm it's... getting there
1: Allison you're
2: helping and my family is <laughs> helping too so I'm when, sorry so I was just going to say like when you know that like some of his big influencers were um Prince uh Jimi Hendrix Little Richard it like musically, it all starts to come together.
0: I feel like maybe, pro- I'm sure Michael Jackson would also be Absolutely. In
1: it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like Michael Jackson prints with that purple rain, though rain's not
2: really purple.
0: I just want to say that Michael Jackson also did a lot of like ows, like that's kind of like his thing. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <and> the- <laughs> uh, fun, fun video uh, is Bruno Mars on Saturday Night Live doing a Pandora fill-in where like the Pandora radio stations going out. They're like, we need someone to cover these vocals. And so he comes in and then like um, imitates the Green Day guy and Aerosmith and it ends with Michael Jackson. And I think it shows off his his voice. And like all SNL sketches, it goes on like four minutes too long. And you're like, that should have been half as long but it's still amusing and the more of the artists you're familiar with the more fun it is to watch him imitate those people
2: yeah that I'm gonna have to look for that one now is that the one that you sent because I did not look at it okay I, I didn't have time today it was crazy but um it yeah matter. it's I feel like vocally he is incredibly diverse and like performance wise um, he is also, and in fact, he says like, he's very thankful that he grew up performing in Hawaii because he said he wasn't just like performing for whites or blacks or Asians. Like it was everybody who came to Honolulu. Mm. And so he always had this very diverse audience. And so he never got like stuck in one, um, musical avenue or, or style of, of, dance or music or or instrumentation or any of that
0: as far as modern pop goes for me he's one of the ones i like the most and i'm excited to see because he is so young i'm excited to see what comes next for him um emily i would love to know what draws you to him why you why you wanted rachel to know who he was
2: so i think for me it's um not just like the overall vibe of his music as it were and how um you know like we're saying diverse I think that is um because he grew up being influenced by doo-wop to reggae to 90s pop like boys to men and the beach boys and I mean all of these people have influenced him and you can hear all of that I feel like Mm -hmm. musically in his performing but also um, knowing Rachel and how much she values like actual musicians I mm-hmm. thought the more she learned about him and you will have to go back and watch that halftime show because watching him actually like sing and perform and play is just phenomenal um, there was there was a joke I, um, I remember after that that it said oh look it looks like somebody played a football game at a Bruno Mars concert <laughs> instead of <laughs>
0: I remember that
2: <laughs> um but yeah I mean so he's just like and then it's just you know like I said not necessarily the most appropriate music to be really listening to with your kids but like it's the music I go out and I listen to when I'm pulling weeds because it's just like you you got to keep moving with it like you can't be down in the dumps or or get frustrated even you know listening to uptown funk even if it's the bajillionth time you've heard that one
0: yep. good jam so rachel are you ready to rate i am all right so on a scale of one to ten uh one being it's like a perm from the 80s because we all know how those were <laughs> and 10 being um you not you don't just love him just the way he is but you want to marry him where would you rate your likelihood of listening to bruno mars again
1: um so do you mean listening to bruno mars all of bruno mars again or just some of bruno mars again
0: the artist in general you can decide because you don't have homework in the future for bruno mars oh okay
1: it's the same I would question say- uh, a 7.75.
0: Wow,
1: <laughs> hey. that's awesome! Yeah, well, it kind of helps that I have a pool in the backyard and he's very <laughs> pooly kind of music, so you know, I figured that's the reason why I might hear him again, but also he's got he's really catchy, he really is catchy and he's really talented. And uh, I want to go back to Hawaii, so yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, Emily, I can't thank you enough for doing all your research and creating this playlist and being on our show today.
2: Oh, thank you guys so much. This was super duper fun and a very small dream come true or a big dream, medium dream. We'll call it a medium dream come true.
0: All right. If you, our audience, want to hear the wonderful playlist Emily made and all our playlists, you can find them on Spotify by searching for Spotify colon user colon music. She missed. Also be sure to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for listening.
1: Thanks so much. And thanks for being here, Emily. Thank
0: you. Bye. 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 Have a great week. Bye. Blink, 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 blink. We're done.